Blog Talk Radio. Good. 
things I could say about you, girl. I could say that I really never I told her, bring her. I'm warning y'all once that 
talk a lot of shit. Uh-huh. Been around the world, I done seen plenty dick. Come on. All ones medium grande, baby. Uh-huh. One minute, two minute, no way, baby. Uh-huh. Eat the nookie up, eat the cookie up. I put the shit on the Take my clothes down like it's going down Like a showdown Show them I can go for 12 rounds on the cold ground Hey nigga, let me slow it down Like a strip on a pole, I can roll it round Now who that there that want to turn the up You better pull out your cash and put more than 50 up Come on, cause I see a chick ain't gonna let you beat it up You better pull out your cash and put more than 50 up
loving, I told you, but girl, you make me so very happy. I think we've got something that a lot of people don't seem to have. Talking about a 50 50 love, yeah. Everybody, welcome to the Angry Divas Radio Show. We're having a little bit of a sound issue, so you know what I mean. Just bear with me. Shit happens sometimes, you know. Thanks. All right, studios running. It's the Angry Diva of the Angry, Angry, Angry. It's the Angry Diva of the Angry, Angry, Angry. It's the Angry Diva of the Angry, Angry, Angry. It's the Angry Diva of the Angry. Of the Angry Divas Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com. So what you gonna do? It's the Angry Divas Radio Show with Triple Dark Goddess as the host. Airing live weekdays on BlogTalk Radio at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website that's www.angrydivas.com. This has been another Big House production. The Angry Divas. It's the Angry Divas of the Angry, Angry, Angry. It's the Angry Divas of the Angry, Angry. Let's do this today. I know who you 
Yeah, baby. It's the Ang- Angry Divas. The triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas air live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. Check out our website. That's www.angrydevas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Yeah, baby, it's the Angry Divas, the Triple Dark Goddess, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Angry Divas, yeah, baby, it's the Angry Divas, the Triple Dark Goddess, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Angry Divas, 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 the Angry
With a rack like that and a back like that, CC better CC me. Cause them legs just keep on going. So I got up, put it up, babe. Let the 808 thump and the beat go bump. Cause you ride it like a thoroughbred. Herb, yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? No, but it's a part of life, okay? Jump into sack. Mm. As a matter of fact, mm. 
sometimes it's like that. But anyway, ready or not, here he comes. And like a dumb son of a gun, oops, he forgot the condom. Hey! Oh, well, you say, what the hell? It's chill. I won't get got. I'm on the pill until the sword pours and stuff pours down your drawers. He gave it to you, and now it's all yours. 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 Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about
Production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. In live weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com. Check out our website, www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A. Get it right, baby. This has been another Bitch House Production, the, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Bella Boston, the Angry Divas, the Angry Divas. Free us 
Fuck Me Friday, the underfuck pussy epidemic. That's the name of the show. What happened to make this be today's topic of the show? Well, y'all, I've been... Diva has been busy, you know, with her clients consulting with women, talking about these very things. Yes. And so, in the course of my work, <laughs> in the course of my work, one sister in particular calls me last evening. We had a fantabulous conversation. But we were talking about how orgasms release endorphins and how those endorphins will heal and transform pain. And we were talking about it from the perspective of the cosmic yoni egg and yoni egg use internally. And we were talking about, you know, using obsidian in particular. You know, I just had this experience with a client who um, made an order on a holiday, right? She ordered a black obsidian egg whatever reason decided she wanted that because it didn't ship the same day that she wanted a refund, even though it shipped after that, you know, uh, you ordered on a holiday. Hello, dum dum. There's no mail. <laughs> a and B, ew, you nasty. I don't do refunds on young eggs, bitch. Yeah, do mind. It's already been mailed out. You will deal with it. Well, she proceeded to go ahead and, and just be as nasty and as negative as anyone can be. And I'm glad that she finally got that obsidian yoni egg. Bitch, put it in your pussy and take a chill pill. Put, sit on that motherfucker and hatch your new attitude. Fuck, hatch your new motherfucking attitude. I tell you what, that's what the hell Diva does. When Diva needs to hatch a new attitude, Diva knows that it's time to go for the obsidian. Obsidian is powerful at drawing negative energy out of you. And me, I take my yoni egg work seriously. This is not like, you know, pussy adornments and shit, like you get little toe rings and shit like that. Thank you, stop that for me. This is not about that. This is about working with the crystal within, activating and using my own internal natural crystalline abilities. So, you know, I was talking with my, my girl about this, not shit, the whole fucking situation with her last night, and... um. You know, she was saying, what egg would draw out negative energy? Yes, but replace it with sensual energy. And I said, well, baby, first of all, we are in lusty-ass Scorpio season, baby. Ow! Letting it all hang out. Ow! Ow! Yes. She's mighty, mighty. Yeah. Letting it all hang out. Anyhow. So, <laughs> I said to her, <laughs> we're in Scorpio season, and it is the new moon, all right? Mercury also goes back direct tomorrow. Thank the fuck, Christ. I'm over this. <laughs> I'm fucking over it. I'm done. I am done, Mercury. I'm done. You have kicked my ass, and I am done. I have been sufficiently slayed and laid in the spirit. We didn't reconnected all that dirty, ugly shit we thought we dealt with that we really hadn't. And, you know, we're in a different place now. So I'm glad the fucking Mercury is going back direct tomorrow because I'm done with this. But I said to her, in addition to all of these things that we have going on, gold sheen obsidian is perfect for what you just asked me. You want to draw out negative energy 
and replace it with positive, sensual energy, creative energy, sexual energy, baby. Kundalini Shakti energy. It will not only do that, but it will completely improve your clairvoyant abilities. I call it the clairvoyant stone. I've been calling it the clairvoyant stone since I began working with this stone two years ago. Um, yeah, almost three years ago. I've been working with this stone now. And for the past three days, I have been really doing a whole lot of meditations, holding this particular stone in my hands. I'm going to get some more, some little regular beads so I can make jewelry out of it, things like that, and just keep, you know, little gold sheen obsidian rocks in different corners of my house, in the different feng shui corners of my house according to their purpose. You know, I've just been really paying a lot of attention to energies, and this is something that has really been helping me. So I thought I would come here to you and share it with y'all in Diva Land. So working with working with that cosmic yoni egg, working with that particular stone, it is wonderful for, you know, any especially if you have any trauma or any past traumas and maybe there's some debris or something you need to really just kind of finish, power wash that shit away. It is absolutely amazing to tap in using that stone. Gold Sheen Obsidian, you can find that in the Angry Diva store. AngryDivas.com, that's D-E-V-A-S. Spell it right, boo. Yes. Peace to everybody on the call line, everybody in the chat room. Let's go ahead and get into the show. So after I talked with my friend about it, I was thinking about, you know, this post that I had on the blog. And I put it up on the blog back in August. And I have been wanting to talk about this for a while, but I wasn't sure if everybody would be ready. And then Diva stopped giving a damn, and so we're just going to go into the underfuck pussy. We're going to talk about that shit. We are going to talk about this underfuck pussy epidemic. Yes, we are. So when I first read it, my first instinct was, eye roll. Insert eye roll here. I'm like, oh God, here we go with this bullshit. And then I said to myself, okay, and now that we've had our moment, let's read it and see what the fuck is going on. <laughs> okay? Let's read this shit and see what it's really about. So, as I wrote and put into the show, I said, I honestly surmise that the sole source of all female displeasure is the sexual vampirism of men and their satiation of their lust on our bodies. See, when men relate to women essentially as hump rags, when women's bodies, our yonis, our spirits, our yin energy itself is nothing more than the thing he masturbates himself with and upon, we see a rash of displeasure and a great disconnect within women. Orgasmic bliss is something deeper than just the length of his lingam or the way he strokes your clitoris internally. No, ma'am. Orgasmic bliss is about sacred connection to prime source. Orgasmic bliss releases the endorphins in the brain, and these endorphins heal and transform pain. Sexual, sensual, spiritual orgasmic bliss has the power to heal you and transform. The lack of this sacred connection is the source of all misery and disease of the mind and the body. When a woman isn't depressed, which is really just anger turned inward, she is free to be clear-headed, connected to herself as a creator god, 
and a magnet of attraction. Her internal feminine stands up from its formerly wounded posture and glories in her divinity. These, her internal masculine will stand upon from its formerly diminished posture and glory in its divinity. Then these two engage in a hero's gamos alchemy that is unlike any other physical, tangible, sensual union. At that point, the woman is not only awake and aware, she is ready to experience the full bliss that is her birthright. Sex without spiritual connection is damn bestial, period. Something that Yoni Egg Use has repeatedly revealed to me. My Yoni is a selfish and insatiable lover. She will not even tolerate a lingam that isn't energetically tuned to her frequency. In fact, my Yoni will close and discharge anything that isn't in her energetic frequency. She also lets me know what season for sexual exploration and which ones are for internal reflection and upgrades. My dear, what is your Yoni saying to you? post now diva did not write this post the thing i just read to you that was all me but this particular one is uh it's from another blog and i have to you know at the end i think i have the source and everything so we'll get into it the underfucked pussy epidemic every woman needs to read this a good orgasm is satisfying but a great orgasm can be a revelation of your deepest being unfolding the truth of who you are an ecstatic communication and communion with your lover. Mm-hmm. Recently, I was speaking with a young woman about her orgasms and her state of emotion. She shared with me how she had been diagnosed with depression and ADHD, how perimenopausal symptoms, PMS, uh, was terrible for her, and how she felt that she needed a man in her life to protect, save, and hold her. She had been abandoned by the men in her past and had gained an ill understanding of her own heart and soul. Disconnected from her pussy and from her true self, she exhibited self-hatred and shame. She felt embarrassed and lacked confidence, yet tried to hide all of this under a bubbly, loud personality with a beaming smile and a flashy sex drive. Practically throwing herself at men, begging for their attention so that she could survive one more day and pretend for that moment that she loved, she had love in her life. Mm. The importance of gourmet orgasms. Wait a minute, pause. Everybody think about that word, gourmet. I am a foodie and a culinarian at heart. When I hear that word gourmet, I know we are not talking about, you know, Hershey's chocolate or anything like that. We are not talking about average, everyday run-of-the-mill stuff. We are talking about something rare, something full-bodied, something kind of once-in-a-lifetime, you know, something out of this world. That's what I think of when I hear gourmet, and that is the standard that I have always applied in my culinary pursuits whenever I use the word gourmet. If I use the word gourmet, that means just Madagascar, vanilla beans, and that bitch. You know, we got some real special shit. You know? The rarest of saffron. 
Belgian dark chocolate. The kind of dark chocolate that, have you all ever had 90%, 98% dark chocolate? It is like sex in a chocolate bar. It is. Because it does the same. It releases those same endorphins in your brain and into your bloodstream. That's some good gourmet sex cans. So that's just the kind, I don't know about your understanding of gourmet, but now you know what I'm working with when I say gourmet. All right, let's go back to the art. As I sat there listening to her story, watching the emotions cross over her face, I could feel her pain. I found myself wanting to just embrace her and tell her that everything would be okay. But that was the protective mama bear in me. Instead, I chose to be honest and share the facts. Sounds like you need to be properly fucked, my dear, is what I responded. She looked at me and said, What? I restated it. (laughs) It sounds like you need to be properly fucked. I don't mean go have sex, just some junk food sex. I mean, you need some gourmet, yummy, fulfilling fucking. You need an orgasm that fills your whole body. She looked at me, a bit taken back, and then responded with, Oh, I just had sex. I had an orgasm, a good one. It was very good. But was it fulfilling and gourmet? Yes, yes, I think it was. Maybe it was not exactly as gourmet as you were speaking of, but it was awesome. Did it fill your whole body with rapture? Were you tingly and full of energy for days to come? Or did you grow tired and the orgasmic feeling pass through you within a few hours? A confused look came upon her face. Listen, if you're listening and this is sounding like you, keep listening. It gets better. It gets better. All right. Orgasm is mandatory. Mandatory. For a woman to live an abundant, happy, and healthy life. Here is the problem. This world is suffering from the majority of women not having real orgasms. Shit, most women don't even have orgasms at all. They fake them. They hide out in their minds and they grow bitter toward life. Those who do have an orgasm normally rely on a clitoral fix or tighten their bodies up so much during an orgasm that it's short-lived and never fills their whole being, body, heart, and soul. Pause. I know that we have this popular fake-ass idea that the clitoris, the clitoral orgasms are somehow different than vaginal orgasms. That's a myth. Your clitoris is the key of life. When you see that onk, that is exactly what your clitoris looks like internally. I have this picture on the Angry Divas page. I will repost it so it's current, and you can see it today on our fan page on Facebook. We're Angry Divas on Facebook. Angry Divas, the black feminine enzyme. You can be a fan on the page. Then you can keep up with all the shit we're doing. But anyhow, the picture of your clitoris, your internal clitoris, 
It is exactly the same shape of the ankh. It wraps around your vagina. That little nub, that little button, baby, that exists between your beautiful lips, that is not the end all to be all. I will never forget this uh, having this conversation with some fool in a group. And I wasn't actually having a conversation. He decided he was going to attack my response to some post. I don't even remember the post. But he went in saying something like, well, remember, when you have sex, you're the one getting fucked. And I, I stopped and I thought about the way that men, that reveals how men, too many men, approach sex. I'm fucking you, not we're going to transcend and engage in bliss, but I'm fucking you. And I said to him, no, honey, no, actually, I'm not getting fucked, but I understand why someone like you would say something like that. And he goes into how men are bigger and, you know, the dick is so long and, you know, the whole spiel. And, y'all, I did his head in. I said, let me tell you something. My dick is bigger than yours. I promise you the clit is bigger, longer, and has way more nerve endings than your phallus because we made you. You are derivative of us. You know? Oh, no, I don't give. Tender diva don't come out for animals, you know? But it reveals a very sick pathology of the way that a lot of men relate to their penises as an instrument of power instead of as a beautiful divining rod of pleasure. And I have to say, this is also contributing to the disconnect that women have in understanding what's actually going on and happening with their bodies. Your clitoris is not just that little button on the outside. It is an entire network of nerve endings that go in and wrap around your entire entire vaginal canal, even up and around your cervix, which is why there are pleasurable nerve sensors and very sensitive nerve sensors. The same thing that can bring you pleasure can also almost kill you. <laughs> Got to be careful. So let's just put that myth away that, you know, clitoral orgasms are all women are getting. You're always having a clitoral orgasm. I don't care if you get, if your yoni is being stroked, like stroke it and stroke, stroke, you are still having a clitoral orgasm, baby. All right. <laughs> Let's go back to the Orgasm is mandatory for a woman to live an abundant, happy, healthy, full life. And not just any old orgasm will do this. The deeper, more penetrating an orgasm, the more life and creative energy, love, and surrender a woman will bring to the world, to you. So to all the men who are hiding, because I know, I I can feel your dick energy. It's beautiful. I feel you. Um, (laughs) All the men who are hiding and listening to this show, take heed, baby. All right? Take heed, okay? Happy wife, happy life. So the more the deeper, the more penetrating an orgasm, the more life and creative energy, love, and even surrender a woman will bring to this world and to you. And something else, you know, I know we've heard all about the G-spot. Have y'all heard about the deep spot? 
Have y'all heard talk about that? Not every man can accomplish this because not every woman is partnered with her proper sexual companion. I don't want to say equal, but her proper sexual counterpart. I mean no disrespect when I say this, but there's a dick for every pussy and a pussy for every dick. And because women are behaving like gay men, not knocking it, just saying, but this whole size queen thing, don't understand. Your yoni has different capacities, different regions, and different zones. And if you overstimulate one, you will incapacitate some of the others. This is why even yoni egg work is an important part of your sexuality and your sensual nature as a woman, because it teaches you about the different striations of your muscles and the regions of your vagina and what part of your vagina is connected to what part of your other physiology. So there is a section that is ruled by the kidneys, uh, the lungs, you know, your liver, such and such and such. Each section of your vagina has a different organ that it corresponds to. And so when you have overstimulation of one area, you know, some of these broads with big old wide bellies, that might be because you over poking your kidneys, honey. You might need to get your little heart stroke on. You know what I mean? I need a little something, something different. Just saying. So, you know, there are different zones to it in that deep spot, that deep spot orgasm. I've seen people say things like, you know, a man has to have an eight-inch penis. That's a lie. Not every woman's vagina is long. Some women are short and tight. Some women are medium and, you know, tight. Some women are medium and loose. Some women are short and loose. Some women are long and tight. Some women are long and loose. Every woman's yoni is different. All of us are different, and your yoni is different depending on what part of the month even you're in, in your cycle, you know. Your vagina is going to be much longer, closer to your ovulation time than at your period. And some people, it might be the reverse. It might be that your yoni is actually shorter at your ovulation because your cervix is now lower and it's coming down to meat to prepare itself to, you know, be impregnated. God help us. Every month we being set up by, by nature. Every month nature sets us up. <laughs> Every month nature comes through like clockwork trying to set you up to get knocked up. Anyhow, just something that every woman should know, that your cervix, your the, the rear walls of your uterus and your, your uh, yoni, the stimulation of those areas is also important. That's why you can't be letting these niggas just drill and bang, 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 bang your shit out. All right. So, back into it. When her emotions become muted and she is closed, lacking expression toward life, she is close to running on empty in her orgasmic bank account. When she is overly hateful or stuck in depression Full of what seems to be crazy hormonal ups and downs, she's lacking in her orgasmic bank account. When she lays down and has sex but is indifferent to what happens in the bedroom or cannot share her ideas, her boundaries, and her fears, she is lacking in her orgasmic bank account, and that is where the trouble resides. Mm. Ooh, the darkness of pussy frustration. Oh, y'all, listen, I'm I'm sitting here reading this, and I'm, like, seeing my, my old prudeness some of my old prudeness, you know what I mean? Some of that shit we had to wash away since, thank the fuck Christ, we are in lusty Scorpio. You know, we came through prude-ass virgin Virgo. Libra's getting us all balanced out. Now everybody's ready to ride, Sally, ride. 
the call line. I'm going to open the mics in just a minute, so y'all feel free to call in. 347-826-9930. I'm just trying to get through the article, but y'all know I'm verbose. All right, let's do this. The darkness of pussy frustration. Worse yet, she won't tell you the truth about what is going on because she herself does not understand. Even if she has a clue, her voice will be seized by the darkness of her pussy frustration. And her ego, ooh, ego is a bitch, will have a hold on her so strongly that she won't be capable of vocalizing the unspeakable to you. That unspeakable being that she needs to be fucked wide open by a man that can penetrate not only her flesh, but her heart and her soul. She needs his strength, his firmness, his masculine energy to be present in her at a cellular level and take her beyond the point of no return right into the heavens of rapture. Only at this level can she trust her man and allow herself once again to be seen. As Nicole Dayton, author of Slow Sex, states, running on empty is not what you want your woman to be. Unless you like irritability, impatience, hypersensitivity, and for everything to be your fault. <laughs> How many men could put their hands up and be like, damn. <laughs> Holy shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> because in the space between what she asks for and what she really wants, resentment will begin to fester, and you, sir, will be the one she blames. Find out what she is hungry for and give it to her. Never accept her first answer. Ask again and again. Make it a part of your game plan to prod and push until she releases what she is withholding and her desires come flying out. At first, her desire might sound like anger. She may need to blow off steam. Don't take it personally, even if she says hurtful things. Keep asking until you feel her true desire release. You will feel it in your body when she finally lets go. Regardless of how much resistance she has, don't stop asking until you feel it. You are helping her unravel a lifetime of conditioning, old beliefs and habits and rules that are suffocating the bright, lovely, sexy woman within. That's the woman you want to be with. So if you have to ask all night, ask all night. You'll know it when she finally speaks her desire because you will be able to feel it landing with a satisfying funk in your body. Then give it to her, and you'll be giving her the thing she never thought she could get, not just the desire, but approval for having the desire at all. And women, ask for what you sexually want and need. What Nicole is stating here is the powerful truth, and it is hard to understand for many men because men have the ability to state what they need and want clearly most of the time. Men have also been raised differently than women and do not have the same shame placed upon them for wanting or needing sex. It is expected that a man craves, thinks about, and will ask for sex. It is common thought in many marriages and in society that it is the woman's place to make sure to keep her man happy, else he will surely stray and find it somewhere else. But for a woman to be open about her cravings labels her a whore or a slut, even if we are not aware of this low-grade consciousness and believe ourselves to be above this sort of thinking. The consciousness and programs still exist for all of us. They lie there in the covers of darkness within our psyche, and if we are, and if we are women, they make themselves known pretty quickly 
as soon as we face our undernourished needs. Women, listen to what I'm about to say here. Men, ask your women what she desires. So gentlemen or those in the masculine role of the relationship, never stop asking your woman what she desires. Never stop inquiring about her deep hungers. Dig in her cavern and find the treasure she has hidden there. Tell her frequently that you love her, that she's your babe, your special lady, your love. Touch her often and playfully and set aside time to really be with her. This is not meaning a movie and dinner or even snuggle time on the couch. This means eye-to-eye, deep-focused communication time. Communicate your love with words, looks, and touch, and always keep asking. She will open up to you. This was written by Kendall Williams, and her blog is, hold on, I'm pulling it up, tantrictransformation.com. We're about to open up the call lines in just a moment. I want to encourage everybody to call in, 347-826-9930. Again, 347-826-9930. All right. We're going to go ahead and open up some call lines. Let me get up blatant injustices. Welcome, baby. Peace be unto you, and welcome to the land of diva. Free as fuck me Friday. Oh. <laughs> you are on the topic that is definitely dear to my heart because um, I have intimidated many with being able to say exactly what I want. And if you that scared, you need to run. You know, what I can't stand about men when it comes to this, we all know that they can't take instructions, no direction. That's why they don't follow directions. They don't ask for directions and all that whole thing. But it really bothers me that men's egos are so great of a problem that when it comes time to please their woman, instead of being interested in actually succeeding at it, they'd they'd be sufficient with, their egos being stroked in her pretending that it's something it's not. And when a woman does articulate what it is that she needs, it's like men feel intimidated. And I think that it, what it really boils down to is they have, they have to deal with the way that they class women and our sexuality. Men have to get the fuck over this idea that a woman who likes the dick is somehow a hoe or a low, you know, like it's a negative thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, when now look, Angry Divas, for the most part, says fuck these niggas. You know what I mean? Fuck men. The moment mm-hmm. that we actually start talking about some, here's what we do like about these bastards. <laughs> do they know what to do with it? Do they know how to hear it, how to manipulate what it is that they are doing and change it? You know, take some of that same hypervigilant energy that they have in some of these other ways that they exhibit it and turn it into the bedroom so that you can shut the hell up and give her what she wants. You know, if I tell you I need a little bit more like this, you better be happy to just give it to me. Oh, you know? Yeah. And then the U.S. better run. You better go away because I don't want you. And because uh, you're not strong enough to be able to hear me and hear what I say, you know what I'm saying? The reason we just not the right match. Just not the right match. Say that, honey. So Say that. Find somewhere else. You know, uh, I I think that even though men are encouraged to be hypersexual, men are whores. 
They're encouraged to be whores. Let's just put that shit on record. They are whores. Men are whores for the most part. But they're still, you know, do you know that men think that they're freaks because they eat pussy and might maybe lick ass? They think that they're freaks because they might like to jiggle booty cheeks and, and make it clap. That doesn't make you a freak. It's it's very interesting the things that men would term as being not vanilla sex, which is kind of just like not really anything at all extra. And I, I think that what we're really dealing with here is that men, this is going to sound fucking crazy, but men are sexually repressed. Yes. Men are sexually, yes. sensually yes. repressed. They are not yes. connected to their lingam, to their phallus as a divining rod. They don't understand the magic wand that they've got between their legs. And because they don't understand that because they don't relate to their magic wand that way, you know, when you wish upon a star, you know, and let that diamond tip do what it do. Because they have that inability, they're hypersexual. They're trying to find a way to have that sacred spark. So they become, now we have an idea of men being sex addicts. They're not. They need to be filled as much as a woman needs to be filled. And they're not getting it because they don't know how to make that woman fill up. See, you might could deep stroke her, you might could lay it down, all of that, but you don't know how to be Jesus and turn Lazarus arise from the dead. Take up that bed and walk. They don't know how to do that. And because they don't know how to do it and they don't want to listen to that woman, express herself and even maybe women are afraid there's some women who are just afraid and they're foolish and willing to stroke a man's ego and fake and ah 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 and it ain't shit (laughs) there are women who do that Mm -hmm. but because we are not engaging each other as wholes as long as people still got in their mind my other half you were two half fucked up people coming together and doing whatever the hell that is but when you come together whole and you have that hero's gamos union in the flesh because you've already had it in the spirit, in the mental realms. It transcends all other physical touch. Your body will come to orgasm before he even touches you. Exactly. He does not even get to touch you. His energy is so highly charged that just directing the energy at you, I said it's a divining rod, just directing the energy your way is enough to produce orgasmic bliss through your body. That rapture that she talked about in this blog title, yes, Mm -hmm. that rapture through your body. Not all of them are able to do that. They think that they can make the broad screen because they're putting her in pain, that that means that they're, you know, putting it down to that they're lovers. They don't understand. There's a divinity to this. And not every man can do it. They can't. And it's not your size. Size, it's not your height. It's not any of that. It's not whether you're vegan or you eat meat. It's none of that. It has nothing to do with any of that crap. That's that light worker bullshit. Let's come out of the enlightenment, the love, enlightened, blind crew, and let's get into enrealment and darkenment. It isn't right. about those things. It is about what comes up out of you. Now, yes, what you put in comes out. That's true. I'm not decrying that or denying it. But I am saying that there is something inherent in you that you are tapped into and connected to 
that is not going to be driven by how much fucking moringa you ate or how many times you ate veggies this week instead of red meat. The last time you had a beer was fucking three years ago. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, because I know women who don't eat pork and don't do none of that, and they still haven't had any fulfilling sex like ever. They're chasing mm-hmm. it. They still can't find that divine masculine in themselves to meet that divine masculine in their male counterpart or to encourage the birthing, the re-be-earthing of the divine masculine in their male counterpart to bring him up out of that diminished, wounded shit that most men and women are wallowing in. If you can't do it for yourself, you certainly won't be able to meet that in your counterpart. That's another piece that women are missing and this is something that men are missing as well. This Heroes Gamos, we keep hearing about it, the twin flame, the whole thing. I'm not denying any of it. But if you don't have that union of your light and dark self within, you're not going to be able to experience the bliss of some so-called sexual union without. There has to be a sexual union inside of yourself first before you mm. can have this Heroes Gamos tangible experience. And yes, sisters, not every man can do it. And I know that there's a lot of women talking about Tantra this, Tantra that. We made Tantra for men so that they could remember how to be the divine masculine personified. This wasn't for women. This was for men so that they could constantly always be masculine devotees of the goddess. And they need it. They need it. This is how they return to glory. When they know... They know how to move energy, but they they know how to move energy low-level. Low-level feeds, junk food sex, junk food intimacy. Mm. We all looking for something that's the most substance. Actually, let me open up another caller's mic. We got 347 in the building. Welcome. Peace be unto you, Angry Divas Radio Show. What's up with you today? Well, hello there. Oh, shit. It's Um, I'm I'm chilling and listening to you. You you are dropping the bombs as usual. And yes, I definitely do agree. Uh, it's one thing to have the equipment, and it's another thing to know how to use it properly, and for what it was intended for. Um, because yeah. if a woman is bold enough to stand up for herself and say, "Hey, um, th- this is what I like. This is what." I would like you to do to me to satisfy me. And it's like you said, um, men get offended. They're like, oh, well, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Well, you may know what you were doing with that other board, but you don't know what you're doing with me. This is why I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I, mm. I, a lot of times I believe it's like you said, men think they're good in bed or they think they're good lovers based on their past experience. Now, their past experience and their past feedback could be a lie because a lot of women do fake orgasms just to yep. get it over with, or they're afraid Not of to hurt the man's feelings. feelings yep. Or it may even get, like, you know, violent, verbally violent or physically violent because that's the yes. quickest way to get um, – Excuse me, swallowing. <laughs> uh, that's the quickest way to get a man upset is to challenge his uh, virility or to challenge his lovemaking or to tell him he doesn't know what he's doing. That's the quickest way to get him upset. That's because especially they, especially when they don't core, know what they're doing. That's because they know that they don't know what they're doing. It just exactly. goes to prove any any man who gets upset when a woman says 
listen, babe, um, I need you, when you do your stroke, if you could not, one, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three, four, one, two. If you could not do that shit, that would be best. If he's going to get fucking crazy on you, because he already knows he's fucking up and he don't like the fact that he was called out. Let's just be real. How many people right. like being told that something that they did was wrong? Um, no one, not even me. <laughs> and men vibrate so low, unfortunately, that the vast majority of them cannot take corrections. It will chip away at their ego. So this is why, this is where Diva, I have a couple of ways that I think this should be handled. Um, I, I honestly think that you should take a chair, get you a metal folding chair, and beat the goddamn out of his fucking ego. <laughs> Okay, I'm talking about his ego. I ain't talking about really taking a chair and hitting nobody. Don't be crazy and call me talking about I got you arrested because your stupid ass thought that I said beat somebody to the chair. That's not my problem. No, what I'm talking about is taking everything you got, all the strength you got, and refusing to bow to that ego because actually it's better for him. And it also is better for you because if you know how to stand up against a man's ego – you won't be victim to it. Mm-hmm. And this is not something that we're taught. This is a part of pussy privilege. You don't, when you, oh, y'all, I'm going to share this one. I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. I had to tell this one fool, this one ex-lover, I fired him. The reason that I fired him. See, people get fired when they don't do their jobs appropriately. I instructed him in something that needed to switch. He became <laughs> attitude, you know. He got all, well, I've never had any complaints. Well, listen, I don't know what kind of gutter snipe pussy you're used to fucking, but I am not it. So, in order to have access to this witch pussy that you didn't got addicted to, you're going to have to change up, baby. Well, I don't see the point of that. Okay, well, you have a good day. You're really putting me out? Yes, I am. Get out. <laughs> you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Now we baby pleasing, begging, crying, craziness. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you are addicted to witch pussy. Let me tell you something. I have the pussy. I makes the rules. We have to know. We weren't encouraged in that. We were told things like, oh, if you act like that, your man will run off. You know what? If he's going to run off, let him take his dick and run the hell off. That's the problem. Too many women are willing to receive nothing. And cry later about it. Receive less than and long for something more, but pretend that we're happy with what we got. I do not encourage that. There are ways to do everything, and I'm being funny. It's the show. But, yeah, beat his fucking ego in. And if it cannot be beat, then you break his ass the fuck up out of your face. That's what happens. You do not tolerate this crap. You don't tolerate it. And after you don't correct him, he gives you any kind of lip. You know, I'm a drill sergeant about my pussy. When I give a command, it needs to be ma'am, yes, ma'am, and that's the fuck it. That's it. You know, because we we women have been subject to all different forms of traumas, and I tell you, there's nothing worse than trauma in the, of the womb and trauma of the yoni. There is nothing, there is no worse injury that can befall a woman than that. And so your pussy, your womb, are very powerful, 
They're very privileged. They are your God tool. Every right to set a standard and a, a code of conduct and protocol, okay, of how people should act when they engage and interact with your yoni, with your womb, whether that's someone who's selling yoni eggs or, you know, that's someone who is the man that you're trying to screw, uh, whatever the, the case might be. However you're addressing, you know, being a mother, whatever your realm of expertise is as it pertains to your yoni, you absolutely have to be God in spirit and in womb in every way, shape, and form possible. And that women are not encouraged to do so is the source of all of the sex issues on the planet. Men are absolutely encouraged and trained to relate to women, unfortunately, just like a rapist. I'm going to go for what I want. I'm going to go and go until I get what I want. And when she gives in to what I desire, that is how I am fulfilled. That is not a divine masculine. That is a rapist. That is something that is beneath what it is for you to be as a man. It is the lowest, most worthless scum on the planet, and no man needs to be relating to a woman that way. You do need to be seeing that sort of way of relating to your penis as inferior and beneath you so that we can come out of this mundane, patriarchal, rape-lust, culture-based understanding of male sexuality and elevate it, and women, you too. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to be yielding in the bedroom. Yield, baby, yield. Yield to the pedestrians in the crosswalk. You know what I'm saying? However, also stand in power in your yielding. Set terms. Set the stage. Set the energy. Have thing that you bring to the bedroom in the boudoir other than just a throbbing pussy. Mm-hmm. It's your presence. Now, mics are open. We got 23 minutes and counting before we go into overtime. Anyone who wanted to call in and say something, add into the topic or ask a question, you are more than welcome to do so. 347-826-9930. Again, 347-826-9930. Call on in. And our mics are open to our two callers. We got Diva, Valkyrie, and Blatant Injustice. Go ahead, y'all. Yep, I see you still got blatant. All right, good. Oh, no, I'm still here. Okay, good. Yeah, we're here. I'm here. All right, I had to make sure, you know. Yeah, I, I just, I know that there is a difference when a woman is standing in her power versus when she is not. And I know that for the most part, that's the reason that this culture encourages women to be sexually suppressed. Now, men are repressed, and women are suppressed sexually. Women are not encouraged to explore themselves as sexual beings. And then the moment that you do, some animal beast will do or say something that can injure you or is intended to injure you because the Mm -hmm. goal, the goal of the vast majority of the people on this planet is to keep the divine feminine and masculine small enough to fit in this patriarchal world. So we have men, wounded, fucked up masculines on this planet, if we can even call them masculine, wounded, fucked up masculines on this planet, whose sole purpose is to keep the divine feminine diminished and wounded so she is small enough to fit into his patriarchal world. He doesn't stand in divinity, so he can't stand to see her stand in divinity. And instead of being empowered and encouraged by her divine spark, 
and knowing that because he is a part of her, see, all life comes onto this planet through the pussy. Ain't shit came out of no man, but everything came out of your pussy. Everything. Everything has come out of your pussy, including him. And so if he can see it in you, he should know that it's in him because he's your mirror. I know we got it all jacked up because we think that the mirror reflects us back to ourselves, but next time you stand in the mirror, go to touch your face and, and look at the way that it looks. Give, I don't know if you have one of those three-fold mirrors, but I do in my bathroom. So when I go to my vanity, I can pull the sides out. And, you know, it's actually really good when you're doing your eyeliner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get it right. But take a look at your face. Take a look at the scene, the way that things fall, the way that the image reflects things back to you. It is not exact. It is a reflection, and it is changed in direction. Write down something on a piece of paper and put it up in the mirror, see if you can read that bitch. You know what I mean? It doesn't give you back exact. It gives you back the equal opposite. And that is what men are. They're, you know, I guess you could say our equal opposite. We'll put it that way to be nice today. Diva, Diva's feeling benevolent. God is feeling very benevolent today in the land of Diva. But, yeah, when we don't realize, when men don't realize that that divine spark is also in them, that the divine feminine is also a part of them internally, when they don't honor their internal divine feminine, they will attack the divine feminine in you via rape, attack, verbal assault, neglect, financial abuse, all kinds of different ways that men have of trying to keep women needing them. It's a fear thing. It's based in fear. It is based in a low vibration, and it is based in fear, fear that you are growing, you're budding, you're expanding, and you might leave him behind. He knows he's not growing. He knows he's not budding. He knows he's not expanding. He knows he's not doing any work on himself. But his ego got him cocky, got him all fucked up, yo. His ego got him jacked up. And he don't know how to act. He don't have the food. You know? Instead of getting his life, he's going to try to stop you from flourishing in yours. And this is just something that people do. Men do it to women. Women do it to men. Women do it to women. Men do it to men. This is just something that is a human character flaw that everyone has power to be in control over, but not everyone will because the called are few or the called are many, and the chosen are few, those who choose to answer those calls. They're very few and far between. But it's accessible to us all, and everyone can tap into this for themselves. You just got to be willing to work on it, y'all. You really do. Nineteen minutes and counting before we're in overtime, everyone. Just a reminder. Okay. I just heard the mailman drop something off on my back my my door. Good. Packages. Things I have to mail out to other people, things that people have ordered. I love that. We've got new things going on in life. You know, I gotta tell y'all. I've been working with rubies a lot and with sterling silver. And I just uh, I just did this sculpture for a client of mine. She, uh, she commissioned me to do this piece for her. And I put this wire sculpture together, and I used over 180 precious stones and two types of metal, precious metals, and semi-precious metals as well. And after I completed it, I looked at it, and at first I felt uh, – 
I don't know. I, I felt uh, proud of it, but I also felt kind of like something's missing. Um, and I felt like there was something missing in me. And I thought, well, maybe if I add something to it, that'll change it. And I sat there and I said to myself, you just gave life to something. You just gave birth to something. You just put a piece of you out into the world. It's going to take for you to regenerate that energy internally in yourself. It's not something you add. It's something you increase. It's almost like, ooh, it's a little chilly in here. Let me turn the heat up a few degrees, you know? It's something in you. So I started thinking about this from the perspective of uh, of fire, you know? I was talking with uh, Valkyrie this morning. Valkyrie, I'm going to do it. I am. I'm going to do it for fire. I'm going to do it. So I was talking to old Diva Valkyrie this morning. <laughs> she said to me, I got to take a chapter out of your book. <laughs> Sally the Cow will need her about 25 humps. <laughs> oh, yes. So I was talking with her about fire. And I was saying, I've always been a pyro. You know, that's why I am the diva of fire. And um, it takes fire to keep shit going. I know people, there's more elements than just fire. You know who says that? Water bitches who don't have any fire. Now, <laughs> people who lack passion. Right. heat. So, you know, whatever. I was talking with her about being a Girl Scout. And whenever we went camping, um, whenever there was any fire to do with anything, no matter if it was Girl Scouts, if it was our church, if it was just, a, you know, whatever, if we were doing just a fire pit and stuff because it was, you know, summertime, I always would be the person who was the, the fire pit keeper. So I would be the person who either built the fire from the ground up or the person who, you know, made sure that the fire continued to burn um, so that it didn't burn out and so that it didn't get out of fucking control and all that whole sort of thing. And I was saying to her, I understand from – my work as a, a, a pyro, <laughs> as a fire-gifted person, as a dragoness, I understand the power and the energy of heat, the value of heat. Think about that. Think about the sun. Think about the sun as one of the greatest sources of heat that we've ever known. And think about how when it wanes, when the heat of the sun wanes, like the season that we are in now called fall and autumn, going into winter, up here up north in Boston where I am, when the heat of the sun wanes, the life force of all living things also are impacted. It is changed because of the heat of the sun changing. It's what we call seasons, yes, but it is based on the heat of the sun, the difference in the degree. We see it even in ourselves. Those of us who are melanated, we start to see our beautiful blue and red tones fade. I'm watching it happen now. I'm so upset. You don't even know. I'm like heartbroken that my beautiful red and blue tones are fading. <sighs> and it's leaving way for these damn yellows. <sighs> God help me. I'm pale in a few. <laughs> you know, I tried to, to get river very, very dark this summer so that it would take a little longer for the energy to, um, you know, leave my skin. When the sun began to wane, its power began to wane. 
But we see how it impacts us, that vitamin D energy, how necessary it is for our bones, for our organs, for our life, for our vitality itself. It's a necessary part of life for us. And that energy of heat, that vitamin D. <laughs> Woo-hoo, that vitamin D. <laughs> Can I get a witness? You know, that spark of life, that heat spark from that vitamin D. <laughs> Never know how much I love you Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me, fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning I Fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you know I'm gonna treat you right. You give me fever when you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Everybody's Got the fever, that is something you all know. Fever isn't such a new thing, fever started long ago. Romeo loved Juliet, Juliet she felt the same. When he put his arms around her, He said, Julie, baby, you're my flame, now give us fever. When we kiss it, fever with thy flaming youth. Fever, I'm a fire. Fever, yea, I burn for soup. Captain Smith and Pocahontas. Had a very mad affair When her daddy tried to kill him She said, Daddy, oh, don't you dare Give me fever With his kisses, fever When he holds me tight Fever I'm his missus Daddy, won't you treat him right Now you've listened to my story Here's the point that I have made Chicks were born to give you fever Be it Fahrenheit or centigrade They give you fever When you kiss them fever It's your little line Fever Till you sizzle What a lovely way to burn
What gives you the fever, sister? What is it that gives you the fever? Is it is it when he trails his finger down the middle of your spine? Is that what gives you fever? Mm. Is it is it the way his lips taste after he smoked a cigar? Is that what gives you fever? Could it be? Could it be the way his beard feels on your inner thighs? Is that what gives you fever? (laughs) (laughs) What raises your heat? Is it when he grips your ass like it's his? Is that what gives you fever? Mhm. <laughs> mhm. Is it the spread 'em look he gives you? Is that what raises your heat? <laughs> what gives you fever? Las Vegas. <laughs> what is it that gives you fever? Do you need your hair pulled, baby? have a paddle, honey, that ain't been used in years and collecting dust. Is that what gives you fever? (laughs) Baby girl, do you need him to go ahead on down to the store since it's Halloween season and get him a cop hat and a badge? Is that what gives you fever? Do you need him to handcuff and blindfold you so you never know what's next? Is that what gives you fever? What is it, my dear, that gives you the fever? And where is the body? What is it that gives you fever? Do you know what it is that stokes your fire and improves your flame? Do you know the things that kindle your heart and pull on your strings? Do you know what it is that causes your nipples to come erect at just the mere thought? What causes you fever? You know, since we're in lusty-ass Scorpio, what is it, baby, that causes you fever? We got some mics open. Y'all feel free. What causes you fever? You know, since Diva done laid it down and everything, what causes you fever? Well, 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 since since you had asked the the question, um, uh, I'm gonna have to put myself on mute one second. I'm gonna let somebody else in. Oh, okay. The city of New York, live with Valkyrie. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, blatant injustice. Your mic open. What causes you fever? Mm. 
We have anyone else want to be brave and call into the Angry Divas radio show and answer the question that Diva is asking? What, my dear, is it that causes you fever? We got about five minutes before we go into overtime here. So what causes you fever? I'm going to post that on the page. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. New York, had a little New York City pass. I would say the first thing that gives me fever is a, a, a man that knows how to smell good, not the kind where it's just like a perpetual cloud of, like, cologne, like, rolled around in a vat in it. But when you get really, really, really close, and you just get that, that little whiff, right, mm, child, and a man that has a confident walk. You know, when he walks in the room and you just, and everybody turns. and It's it's just so many things. It, I'd be here all day if I was just saying to give me fever. Cause That's I like all right. We got, like, we got like an hour. <laughs> Lay that I, shit I, I like, Listen, I, I like the spanking and the tie, tie me up in the bed and, you know, blindfold me and, you know, mm, mm, excuse me. <laughs> all, all that stuff you mentioned. And then some, um, a good, uh, a great conversation can do it for me. Um, like the, if a man knows how to touch you just right, you know that does it. There's so many things, you know, physical things and and things that are beyond the physical. Like when a man is intelligent, that does it. He can express himself in full sentences. That that that's a turn on. Also, that that gives the 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 diva vulgar the fever. Yeah, you got to be able to fuck the brain before you can ever get to the pussy. And that's exactly. a lot of, um, that's how we know a lot of sisters are settling because um, some of these fools can't even read. Let's just be real. Mm. Some of them can't even read. Why Johnny can't read indeed. Listen, I've got another caller just came through. Live. Your mic is open. Welcome to the Angry Divas radio show. What did you have for me? Me? No, somebody called live. Oh, really? Some Skype caller. Oh. Oh, no. I'm in Skype. Is that you as live? I guess so, but because I know I'm in Skype. That's how I was able to hear on the No, you're in here in Skype as Mama Doc. Oh, okay. Live. I can't. I don't know what your number is, and so I can't call your number out. But you just called in Skype caller, and um, for whatever reason, your number came up as live. That's what you go by on Skype. So your mic is open. Did you want to weigh in or say something? Ask a question. Welcome to Free as Fuck Me Friday on the Angry Divas Radio Show. Because <laughs> if not, we're gonna let Valkyrie have a mic. All right. Well, live dropped out. That's peace. Go ahead, Valkyrie. Back to you, Vanna. Oh, uh, back, back to me? Back to me? Cause I'm, yeah, I'm back black. to you, Vanna. All right. Um, <laughs> as, as I was saying, a, a man, to to sufficiently turn me on, he has to be intelligent. That is a must. If he's well-read and uh, well-traveled and, and speaks a couple different languages, that means he could tell me back that thing up in more than just English. It's it's more of a, it's not the physical, because physical is important, because he has to 
look good enough for me. Like, you know, there's some women that say, oh, you know, looks don't matter. I said, lies, 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 <laughs> lies you tell, lies you tell, lies you yeah. tell. Because I know for me, <laughs> a handsome oh, yeah, man is all, it's always oh. going to, yes. Yes. Real quick, everybody, 90 seconds. She just announced it in my ear. Okay. Sorry, Zalk, I had to interrupt you, but she just said hey, it. Ahead. 90 seconds, and we are officially in overtime. Call in 347-826-9930, and here's how this works. Here, I'm going to put it in the chat room for the people. We got uh, who is it? the Daddy Rich Show and the Daddy Rich Show co-host in the chat room. Please be unscute. Call in 347-826-9930. If you don't, it'll cut you out. That's just how Blog Talk does it. It's not anything I can control. If that's your time with us for today, I want to say peace be your journey. Thank you for tuning in to the Angry Divas radio show this free as Fuck Me Friday, the underfuck pussy epidemic. We have talked about it, baby, and we're about to talk about it some more. 347-826-9930. Call in or be there, be square. Back to you, Vanna. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you. Uh, as I was saying, like, a, a man that knows how to speak more than one language, and no, Ebonics does not count in actual language. Um, so, someone that is a well, well-rounded, and you know, they they know how to, you know, they, they know how to drink the right drinks and say the right things, and you know, t- touch it just the way you want, just make you go all inside, because you know you can't. You can't, you can't put all your cards on the table, but you know on the inside you're just melting like hot butter on a skillet. Um, yes, yeah, those those are some of the things. Some of the things. Uh, basically, it just boils down to um, being like that lion, that lion that's in the jungle, and you know, because since he's a big predator cat, he doesn't really have to say too much. He just walks in the room, and everybody just goes, "Oh, that type of um, that a type of um." Prototype. I'm sorry. I thought that I had myself on mute. I'm sitting here opening up a package that just came, and Valkyrie is actually for you. So um, I thought I had myself on mute. I didn't realize that I was over here squeaking and like, ooh, all of the (laughs) bad. What's going on? What's going on? I thought I was on mute. Because I mute myself, so I'm not, y'all, y'all know I'll be sitting here listening to you, and I'm like, mm-hmm, say that shit, amen, and you interrupt it. You think I'm saying something. I'm just sitting here verbally encouraging and cheerleading you, you know? hmm I thought I had just muted myself, but I did not. So it's for you, dear, and I'm going to take pictures, and I'm going to be sending it to you in a few minutes. Anyhow, but, um, yes, what you were saying, I'm sorry. I heard you. I just was happy about <laughs> well, you. Well, feel, feel, feel free to cheerlead because, you know, that that's that's what I'm accustomed to, you know. Let let, let you know that you're, you're here with me. All right, now, um, like, as I was saying, like, you know, a, a, man, a man that has a commanding presence, but not commanding in a domineering way, commanding in a confident way. Some someone that is um, courteous and you know you, um, they they know how to act in polite society. You know what I mean? Like a a, gen, a gentleman in the boardroom and <laughs> and a beast in the bedroom. Like you know he has to be able to switch up them roles. You know what I mean? Has to be versatile. Just can't be a <clears throat> you know a pony that has one trick. 
and that's all they know how to do is just one trick like that. No, no, you have to be able to, you know, keep keep it fresh and keep it interesting. Say that. that, that nobody yeah. want no one trick pony. No, 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 nobody wants a five dollar foot long all the time. Like God just lay down on the bed and be like, here, baby, like what? <laughs> Oh my God! No. I, I'm just gonna specify what else we don't want. We don't want that guy that got those same five moves. You, we all know, unfortunately, the man that got those same five moves. Like you know, he might kiss you a little bit, and then you know he might mess with your neck for a couple of seconds, and then you know he'll he'll um you know play with your breath for about two minutes, and if, if you're lucky, you might get a little a little nipple squeeze and. The same five moves. That is so tired. And then when you tell them they need to go back to school, they have a nerve to get offended. Like, no, get out. Get out. And never darken the door again. I feel like Darken the door. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every woman in her career of being a woman has had at least one of these duds. Right. And you cannot turn a dud into a stud. Sorry. That, that, no, you that's can't. his own personal work that he's got to do. It's not your job to try to you know, reprogram somebody that doesn't want to learn. I feel like at least if you don't know, be open to learn. Right. So at least if a man is open to learn, okay, okay, we can work with you if you're open to learn. Okay, baby, if this ain't getting you off, then what can I do? That's when the books come out. That's when the pictures come out. <laughs> that's when, <laughs> that's when the, the 3D diagrams come and school is in session. You know, at least if men are willing to accept instruction. You know what I mean? At least do that. Do that. At least these are I know what. You know what? I got what? something I want to put out there. Just it's just a thought that my dark pussy had um sent to my reptilian brain that yeah. that we we wanted us a man named Richard. Richard? I don't know. I think I think I think I need to to find mm-hmm. me a nice Richard to alchemize with. Hello, oh, Richard. Wow. Yes. We need to be talking to Rich sometime soon. Anyway, go ahead. I just had to make sure I said that on the record. <laughs> In front of you and me and whoever else is listening. And sweet black mama Jesus. Mm-hmm. Black, mama Jesus. black mama Jesus. Black mama Jesus. Touch. Please. Touch with your mighty hand. Touch her. You are a hot ass bitch. You are a hot ass motherfucker. Listen, I know how to. I know how to shake the plate and get off right now. Mm hmm, mm hmm, Start humming and shit. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with you? Oh, boy. Just love me, that's all. Just love me, just love me, just love me. Yeah, that's, that's so all I got. So are you at liberty? Are you at liberty to share what the postman delivered? Are you are you at liberty to share? I am, I am. So I had a client order a gold sheen obsidian egg, and it finally got here from Mexico. Finally got here all the way from Mexico. And I am very excited about, oh, no, sorry, it's silver sheen, not gold sheen. They ordered silver sheen. 
I am excited about offering this silver sheen to my client here. And uh, I have to mail this out. It should go out to her tomorrow. And for the diva Valkyrie, finally, Valkyrie, finally, do you remember when you requested this? Now, you requested something that was not in the shop. And I was able to get it for you, but I even upgraded what you asked for. You have a rainbow moonstone egg that is about 79 millimeters, and it has beautiful bits of tourmaline in it, like Ooh. a lot. And it's, that is some very valuable stuff. Tourmaline is amazing at removing negative energy. So when you use this in your massage therapy, this is going to really help you with taking some of those negative Nelly-ass complaints out of people. You know, like I said about my client who had ordered that obsidian egg, and I'm glad she got it because, bitch, sit on it. Hatch you a new attitude. You know? <laughs> Boss, hatch you a new attitude. So, yeah, that is what the postman delivered today when I had to go take my little moment and all that squeaking and squawking and squealing and shit that I was over here doing. It was because your egg is beautiful, mm-hmm. and I almost don't even mm-hmm. want you to have it. I don't want you to have it. I want it. <laughs> I want it. Oh, I'm going to send it well, to you. <laughs> I never. I never. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Because uh, you, you know what? When, when, you say, when you say that, when you make that comment that um, she, um, that, that um, ex-client needs to sit on the egg and hatch a new attitude, I, I was considering that as well because, being that this is also not only Scorpio season, but it's also the the month of the snake. Because I'm I read some yep. article somewhere about um, how they have different months. This is the month of the snake, and how the snake um, is all about regeneration and transformation, yep. and how a snake will shed its skin and you know cast off the old and you know make itself brand new all over again. Uh, yes. That that is definitely you know the the time and the season. So I cannot wait to get my to to sit on my eggs. I have quite a few. Yep, and hatch <laughs> hatch some new attitudes. I tell you what, you know what I I hatched me a whole new attitude with that gold sheen obsidian. It was a tremendous experience for me. The meditations that I did, working with the stone in particular, uh, you know, for really being able to tap into divine perception. And, you know, just your own divine voice and gift and being comfortable in it no matter what, even when you got a rage, even when you got a storm, even when you got put on your sultry diva voice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, that's so funny. I told y'all I knew men was listening to this show because I could feel their dick energy, and I bet you that was live and tender. <laughs> That's Born Supreme Live Antennas. Yep, it probably was him. Born well. to Dick and Jazz lurking around. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh two ball came, motherfucker. Lurking around mm-hmm. my shit. <laughs> he said the pussy epidemic. Hold on a minute, motherfucker, sitting up listening to the Angry Diva show today, stroking it. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep your voice just like that. Keep it just like that, Diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's banking money. 
second. <laughs> Choking the chicken. Dirty ass. Choking the chicken rock, girl. You know what? You done did it. You done did it. And now I'm going I'm to I'm play that motherfucker. I ain't working on that at all. That's gross. That's really gross that you had said that, but... You know, this what? is what you get, Valkyrie. You did this what? to everybody. What I did? This is, well, this is your fault. You did this. This, this is that. choking the chicken. Choking the chicken. You said choking the chicken. <laughs> this is not your fault. Hi, y'all. Listen, I just want to congratulate you all on a job well done. You all did an excellent Listen, but listen, it's late. And the hours draw nigh, and I have a lot of work to do. I gotta clean up here, or whatever. So uh, we can all be dismissed and leave, or whatever. Um, are y'all are y'all gonna get some food or something? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You right. gonna drop the age bomb on me? I'm gonna play you Yep, you damn right. Why not? If it works, it works, don't it? You know what I quit? Well, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> oh God. Mm-mm. Anyway, today has been a great day, has it not, everyone? I don't know about you, but I have thoroughly enjoyed every moment of today's show. I've enjoyed myself. It has been absolutely fantabulous and wonderful. Um, you know, going to lead a line. Anyone want to say anything before we close up out of this bitch? Speak now forever. Hold your peace. Peace. <laughs> peace. Blayton, Blayton, did you have anything you wanted to say? Speak now forever. Hold your peace. Okay. Topic. Right on time. Speak now, everybody, if I ever hold your penis. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me stop. I have no goddamn sense to today. Send me one to hold. Shoot. If you take yourself on over to the Skylark Spirit Store on Etsy, we have some beautiful gemstone lingam specimens. <laughs> you can have and hold till death do you part. It doesn't talk back. It doesn't ruin the stroke. It doesn't leave anything behind in you. Ain't gonna get you pregnant. Well, not that way. And it will not and it will not ask for a sandwich. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Jesus. Put that shit on everything. (laughs) Put that shit on everything. Because if you were doing it right, you would get a full course meal if you were doing it right. You wouldn't have to ask for a sandwich if you was doing it right. We ain't gonna talk about that. Mm. Well, okay. No, you know what? No, I got something better for you. All right. What? If what? 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 We, if, if, if a woman was doing it right, nigga, get up and do a five course meal after. That's right. Thank yeah. you. That's right. That's what the I'm woman is doing it right. Mm-hmm. If the woman is doing it right, you know, when he get up and go to try to walk to the bathroom and shit, try to talk about cleaning up, and he got to grab on the walls and shit. If a woman is doing right. Because mm-hmm. he got some jelly oh. the woman is doing it right, that motherfucker yeah, take his ass to the refrigerator and be like, baby, you thirsty? He won't even ask. he just bring you something like, I know you thirsty, bitch. There you go. drink this shit. Wow. You had a huh? Everybody was. You know what I'm saying? Having that work, having that work the next day, dozing off at the desk. <laughs> dozing off at the desk. Have his dick throbbing, thinking about all that shit you did last night. If the woman's doing it right. If the woman's doing it right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anyhow, y'all, I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This is my baby, my bitch, and my boo, the Angry Divas radio show. That's right. My baby, my bitch, and my boo. Ow. We love you, baby. We'll be back up in this bitch on Monday. Make sure you bring your ass in here. Ass in seat support is what we're looking for. Everybody have a wonderful Friday, a happy weekend. And, you know, we will be partially on vacation next week. Diva has been up to some stuff. Diva passed the first product test. She got some more shit to do. After I'm done, I'll be in here with full-on details. 
But um, if anyone wants to take the reins over and help Diva out, make sure you hit us up on the website, angrydivas.com, in the Dear Diva section. I would be most happy for you to come in here and lend a helping hand, you know? So Diva can do her work. That'd be great. If not, y'all know how we do. Fuck around with me, I will have a revisited up in this bitch the whole week. We'll just have revisited shows, you know what I mean? Or we just won't do no shows. We'll see how it goes. But um, Monday, I'll let you all know. We might have to do Scandal Monday since today was free as fuck me Friday. Ow. And I ain't even watched it. I gotta watch it. So, thank you to all my Facebook friends who heard me say last season, fuck you and stop posting Scandal on Thursday <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for that. That was good looking out. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see your ass back in here on Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, baby. Deuces. Peace be unto you. Go, uh, go ahead. Go, uh, go ahead. Go, uh, go ahead. So I know we gon' be here a while In the bathroom, flat irons and nail files Spending hours in salons on your hairstyle And in the mall, steady racking up the air miles